yeah, the article was, uh, uh, I mean, <clears throat> it was, I think it was, it was patently misleading. The people who, who, who harp on these things definitely were not athletes. <laughs> they were not competing and coming up in sports and training with males because every female high level female athlete I know, um, understands that the physical differences are there. Right. And, you know, bone density of males way higher, um, you know, physical strength, muscle mass, you know, lean, lean muscle mass, higher body weight higher body mass in general, height generally higher, you know, and, and, and listen, there are women that are taller, bigger, stronger than certain men, but at the highest level, it's going to, the men are going to be bigger, stronger, faster, and be able to, to perform in, in metrics that are, that are higher in terms of performance. Um, thanks very much for joining me, Chris. Um, I, uh, I, uh, I forgot to tell you, I, I, I didn't read the book, but I, I listened to it. I, I got it. Uh, I got the audible one. Um, and, and actually for, for anyone who, who, you know, who doesn't have the time to, actually sit down and read a book it's very good and, and it's in sections too so it's very uh, it's very manageable yeah very 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 easy to just just chop it up and it's that kind of book it's not it's not a straight through read at all yeah exactly no it's, it's very very digestible i wanted to have you on there um to to ask you about what you thought about this um uh, an article in the atlantic and um, i believe the title was um uh, segregated sports by sex uh, doesn't make sense now t to be honest if it was in like a Huffington Post or a BuzzFeed, I wouldn't even, to be honest, I probably wouldn't even click into it. I just, you know, okay. Um, but, but very mainstream, a uh, very big, uh, big complication. Um, and usually, um, usually when the topic of, um, of, of like, uh, sex differences in sport, um, gets discussed, uh, at least on kind of a mainstream level, it's generally the, the trans, um, the, the whole transport thing and, and that muddies it a lot because you're talking you know it, it often involves um, hormone replacement it's just a kind of a landmine uh, subject anyway um so yeah i i wanted to yeah i wanted to get your thoughts and um, the author kind of made some broad points and some uh, more specific ones um and yeah the, the article i think at the beginning was more uh, youth sports but then but then a lot of the points weren't weren't for you. They they were for for sports generally. So yeah, what, what did you make of it? You know, I think we, we when you had interviewed me last time, I had mentioned something in regards to sex differences in sports and how you know men and women are not the same when it comes to athletics and athleticism and, and just physical performance. And yeah, the article was. Uh, uh, I mean, <clears throat> it was, I think it was, it was patently misleading a lot of it, you know, it a lot of the uh, initially, like you said, a lot of it was about youth, youth sports, which in which case co-ed is fine because there's not that much difference in terms of uh, physical performance, you know, uh, prior to maturity, basically prior to puberty, really. Um, and, and in fact, I mean, I remember from, from my days as, uh, as a, a youth martial artist and, getting beat up by the girls when I was 10 or 11 years old, because generally girls, females will physically mature sooner than, than males do. So the girls were bigger, they were stronger, they were faster, you know, they're it. So, um, you know, up until that point, sure. Co-ed's fine. I mean, I, I, again, I used to spar with girls in, in, in kickboxing and, and, and karate. Um, but once puberty hits, it's a whole different world because performance and if you look at any kind of any kind of peer-reviewed um, research and data, testosterone plays a huge, huge point in physical performance. That's why it's 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 the number one pet in the world. It's it's what's you know we're always worried about when we're talking about people using performance-enhancing drugs. Um, you know, by the age of fourteen or fifteen years old, the differences in testosterone levels and physical prowess are, grow dr dramatically. And um, if you compare 
if we go to t- track and field is great because it's so it's so objective in terms of you have a, a set amount of distance, you have a set amount of time, you're getting hard numbers at the end in terms of the performance matrix uh, uh, metrics. So if you compare Olympic level track and field athletes at almost every every event from 200 to 400 to 600 to even to 800 to more um, to throwing events, pretty much everything under marathon, uh, the records of the females have been broken by boys who are 14 or 15 years of age. So right there, the argument's pretty much mute. I mean, what, what would, why would we have the same sex playing the same sport and something like that. Um, you know, we, we see that in, in a, in a lot of other sports as well. And it's not just, you know, that, that those sports aren't contact. So, and, you know, if you compete, it's just not going to be competitive. Okay. But then when you start talking about, um, actual contact sports, and then you're talking about actually safety, um, you know, bone density of males way higher. Um, you know, physical strength, muscle mass, you know, lean, lean muscle mass, higher body weight, higher body mass in general, height, generally higher, you know, and, and, and listen, there are women that are taller, bigger, stronger than certain men, but at the highest level, it's going to, the men are going to be bigger, stronger, faster, and be able to, to perform in, in metrics that are, that are higher in terms of performance. And that's not a knock on women. It's just, it's, it's, it's just a physical reality. Yeah. Um, yeah. All this. Um, all, all, all this really isn't to say that um, that women can't match men in terms of uh, determination, uh, how hard they train, hard work, discipline, ability. nothing. No, not yeah. at all. I, in fact, I've seen I've seen a lot of women who who work way harder than the men at the highest levels in, in sports. You know, I've seen that time and time again, and I've seen some of the most disciplined athletes I've ever seen. Some of the most impressive athletes I've ever seen have been women. Um, it, it's not it's not a knock against them as athletes at all. It's just when you compare the two and understanding that there, there is a difference and that's okay. I can't have a baby. You know, I, I, I don't have the parts and that's, and that's not a knock on me. Um, you know, it's just, I just, I can't do it. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, to, 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 to almost play, play the other side, uh, w- w- one of the points in the article, um, should the, the author acknowledged that there are differences uh, beneficial to male of, um, of, of sex and sport, but, um, she kind of says, um, she says, she says, oh, well, it's not, it's not, um, uh, it's not kind of quite known whether this is, um, more social things like, like being, being cushioned for or physical and, and then just kind of leaves the claim hanging there, which is a bit, um, I don't know. Mis- I, mi- mi- yeah, honestly, yeah. I, I, you can almost, you can almost say a bit dishonest. Um, okay. So any, um, any thoughts on that? I mean, I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure to some degree, um, the prowess in sport, um, you know, but, but boys are most certainly um, encouraged more. It, 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 that, that is changing, to be fair, but most certainly encouraged more. Um, there's more, you know, pr- probably more um, investment support and so on. So, yeah, do, do you think, I mean, pr- probably impossible to put a number on it, but but, but do you think that does play into, uh, into these like, gaps in performance that we see? Certainly, certainly. I mean, um, but also I could, I could go to the, the other side and be like, well, you know, I, I've watched my nephews and nieces and, and cousins throughout the years in terms of what they gravitate to naturally or, or, or just on their own tends to be more physical things, more more aggressive things. Um, uh, for example, I had I had a couple of nieces and nephews over and this is completely anecdotal. And it's, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm from the top. I am not an expert in this. I just am giving my opinion. That's what you're asking. Um, 
my nephew was, I think, six months younger than my cousin. And she was way more verbal, way more communicative, you know, had a much deeper vocabulary. But when he jumped on his little tricycle and started going around the room, and then she got on it, the, 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 the level of coordination was totally different. And it's just one of those things where he wanted to like chase and run and fight and she wanted to, you know, play with different things. And you know, so how much of it is, is, is it society and, and, and the ideas? And that's going to be the argument. They go, oh, well, the, you know, parents push them that way. Well, I don't know. I've, I've, I've seen some kids very, very young ages and um, who just, it's just, it's much more natural. It's just, that's the way that they tend to go. Um, the boys that I've seen growing up tend to punch each other and hit each other. Girls are, are not quite that way. Um, some girls are. And that's, that's going to be the caveat for all of this. So you're always going to be like, well, there's always going to be outliers. There's always going to be, yeah, yeah. Well, some of them are like that. Um, definitely, you know, society is going to, is going to have, um, there's more opportunities for boys to be athletic. There's more, there's usually more, a lot more money to it involved in it and, and support in that way. But like you said, that is changing quite a bit. And I think the, the second half of what you're, what, the part of the article that you're talking about, um, the uh, professor in neuroendocrinology from uh, from Queens College, I believe, is in in Toronto or Canada or wherever, um, said that you know differences in testosterone are from second to second to month to month. That is patently misleading because yes, that's true. Testosterone levels um, throughout the body are are transient, but in very minute levels in terms of what it would take to actually show any kind of difference in physical performance. Men have hundreds. Of, t- of times more testosterone in their body. You know, it's like, it's, you know, the average, the average male, especially in performance areas, you're looking at between 600, 700, um, not only just to like a thousand to a thousand plus where a high level female athlete is going to be like 70 to a hundred. So yeah. So maybe if there was those base points go up, you know, 10, 20, 50, a hundred, you know, that, which is a lot to, to, to ask for a, a bump in testosterone. Uh, that's not going to make a difference when you've got someone who's got six times the amount. Um, you know, if you got a male who's got 600, which is sort of in the low end for a high level athlete, he's still going to be six times more than even a highest level female athlete when it comes to testosterone. Once again, there are outliers and there are some women who have very high testosterone levels, but generally very high for a woman's in the low end for a male. You're looking at 250 to 300, um, where that's, that's, that's actually clinically low for a male. So it, it and that imparts tremendous a- athletic differences and performance benefits. Um, and then there's, there's even more uh, differences in terms of like, just subjectively VO2 max men are higher. That is, that is a statistical and, and objective, uh, objective measure that has been shown across the board. Um, yes, there are women who can have higher than some men, but at the highest level, men are going to ha- are going to have uh, markedly higher VO two maxes. Interesting. Um, uh, okay, so c- c- can you go into um, into a little more on, um, on what testosterone actually does? Like, like why is it? Mm-hmm. Um, why why does it make such a difference? Because it, yeah. it, it it does seem to make a huge. Yeah, testosterone is an androgen that that our bodies naturally make. Men and women do produce it. Um, it is, you know, what gives us our secondary uh, sex sex characteristics, which I think even saying that now is becoming taboo sex is, you know, whatever that means. But the fact that you have a beard and the fact that, um, you know, men have uh, thicker bone density, um, they have um, uh, higher levels of aggression, uh, propensity to build, build, build lean tissue, um, to carry less body fat. That's another thing. Females tend to carry more body fat than males. Um, you know, so being able to build lean tissue, um, uh, 
hair growth, um, you know, physical strength, grip strength, um, endurance capacity, uh, you know, onset of fatigue is delayed with higher levels of testosterone, um, a body's ability to recover, um, VO2 max being higher. All these things are affected by your, your level of uh, your testosterone levels. Which is why it's such a great performance enhancing drug. That's why athletes take it because it helps them um, in all those ways that really carry over into you know physical prowess. Interesting. Very good. Very good. And another another more specific point. And 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 again, the, the author kind of did the same thing where they she she kind of made a suggestion and just kind of kind of left it hanging there. Um, it, it was suggested that um, she said, "Oh yeah, you know, you know, in certain sports like um like your own boxing, wrestling, um, they do they do weight classes." And she said, "Oh, maybe this would be maybe this would be a better way instead of uh, instead of segregating by by gender. We'll just just go by uh, we'll just go by weight, and then just kind of let kind of leave the the claim hanging there. This uh, this to me, I think, obviously suggests that if you were to have a 150 pound woman, 150 pound man, then then somehow uh, somehow the the difference is solved. But uh, I not the case at all. I, I think especially if you if you've ever been in a you know, maybe a, a boxing combat sports gym. Can, can can you speak on that a little bit? Like a one fifty yeah. man, one one fifty woman. Yeah. So that again, another another misleading point that she just kind of walked off on and just threw it out there. Again, we're 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 not discussing those objectionable differences like bone density, um, hand eye coordination. You know, these these things matter. Um, so, but also the people who 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 harp on these things definitely were not athletes. They were not competing and coming up in sports and training with males because every female, high level female athlete I know um, understands that the physical differences are there and they will tr like the, I, I know high level female fighters and and they are they, they talk about sparring with them and they're like, oh, no, I'm not getting through with you. I'm like, no, of course not. Like, because they understand that um, it's it's the safety is not it's it's dangerous. The highest level female athletes will train with lower level males, sure, and that's fine. And a lot of times that that can be really good for them, uh, for both of them, because you've got a higher level in, in terms of of talent and experience with someone who is is made more green, which we you know is kind of what we, in gyms we call people who don't have that much experience. Um, you know, you can have a higher level female training with a, a lower level male, but also size. So you'll have a much bigger female training with a much smaller male. Um, but still, it, it's you're never going to see high-level male combat athletes training with high-level female combat athletes in live live training. It, it's just it's way too dangerous. And I think the females will be the first ones to uh, to to second that point and and be against that kind of co-ed training. So yeah, it's just I don't understand why you would want to put these people in danger because it is a dangerous sport. I mean, it's dangerous for men and men versus men is, is extremely, extremely dangerous. And I think male versus females is, um, it's a, it's a level of danger that just doesn't really make sense. I mean, the, the risk versus reward is not there. Ask you, um, uh, just, just unrelated, but I was wondering if you had any thoughts. Um, uh, women's boxing, the, the, the most will be for, for a championship fight would be 10, two minute rounds. Mm -hmm. Um, Men, men, of course, is uh, is uh, twelve threes, and uh, I, 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 I always found that a bit strange. Considering in the UFC, they they do the exact same. They they do three fives for for a non title or non main event, and then five fives for um, for title or main event. Um, do, do you know any uh, any any insight as to why or, or any thoughts on that? So, I, from what I understand, um, most of the, the 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 women that I train with. Um, 
and I train with quite a few, um, are, are think it's time to go to three minute rounds and to even up the rounds in general. Um, and I think there's, um, a few of the organizations are actually okay with that as well, but I believe it might be the WBC that's really steadfast against that. Um, which that's one that um, I never under, really understood. I'm like, well, we're doing the same sport. So, you know, the, and that's, that's a big part of, of boxing. A lot happens in that last minute of every round. Um, it's much, and I know I, I work as a sports commentator and I get, I have to score fights. Scoring a two minute round is very difficult. Scoring a, uh, scoring a 10, 10, 10 times two minute round women's championship boxing fight. It, it leaves a lot of room for some wonky scores because there's, there's a lot more that can be done. So, um, yeah, I, I don't understand why that necessarily is. I, I don't, I don't have any inside knowledge other than the fact that I know I, that I, I, I believe that one of the, um, governing bodies is, is, is against upping the, the number of rounds and also the time of each round, but I'm all for it. I think that they should come definitely up, up the rounds and it should be, it should be equal to the, to the men's. Interesting. Um, very good. Uh, th th that was, that was just about everything. Was there anything else about the article? Um, that, that that we didn't go over that, that that you wanted to to mention maybe. I have a few like specific some some data from a friend of mine, uh, Dr. Jose Antonio from the ISSN, who had a presentation on this, and it just it was, it was just saying what I was saying earlier, like in terms of um, comparing world records and, and times. You know, we've got 100 meter, 200 meter, and 400 meter. Um, the average boys' age that was beating Olympic level women are. 15, 15, age 15 in the 100 meter, 14 in the 200 meter, and 14 in the 400 meter. Wow. So it's like, you know, so you're getting 14 year old boys, they're boys, you can't even call them men at that point. And they are, they're, they're breaking world Olympic records for, for, for females in terms of uh, track and field sprints, middle distance, more of the same 800 meter, 14, 1000, 15, 15 years old, 1500, 14 years old with the mile 15 years old 2000 meter 16 years old so that's another thing as you go longer in distance the age goes up and it comes much much closer i believe marathon is almost almost pretty it's uh yeah marathon you're getting 18 year old you know the the the, the males who have beaten the the olympic level are 18 so at that point they're already a, it's already a man but yeah everything else is 14 15 years of age you're you're seeing boys beating uh, Olympic world record holders. Um, we, we, and I, I'm sure you've probably read the article or seen that the, uh, the women's USA soccer team, which is the, one of the best soccer teams that we've ever seen in female sports, consistently is beaten by 14 and 15 year old high school soccer clubs. Um, you know, so it, it just, if you, if you want real competition, if you, if you want to see the, you know, the, the nature of, of, of true competition, you know, and seeing the best women out there, I think, you know, the, the idea of having co-ed as an adult just doesn't make much sense. Um, you're you're going to see males breaking records, which we've already seen a, a touch of. And I think more and more you're seeing governing bodies realizing this is not a good idea. Um, we're, we're kind of male, male washing, we're washing out the female records with males. And, um, you know, I, that's, I don't think that's a great idea. But who am I? <laughs> who am I to say? Who am I to say? Anything? But uh, uh, yeah, there was a bunch of other ones too. Long jump, pole vault, and it's all about the same. Fifteen years of age, shot put is another. You know, you've got boys who are who are beating world class women. Um, so yeah, it, when you when you want to look at it, like you know, you can say subjectively all these different things, but when you look at the numbers, when you look at the objective data, there really is not much argument.
Very good, very good. And thank you very much. Um, I, I appreciate it. Uh, I p- appreciate you taking the time. Um, yeah, I did it, it, the the article. I just found interesting b- b- because it was it, it was in such a mainstream, um, such a mainstream publication. It wasn't one of these these kind of wild, kind of wild far left. Maybe like there's no such mm-hmm. thing as sex and gender. Like, you know, it, it wasn't one of them. Um, right. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, so okay. Um, ju- just as a parting note, and um, remind us where we can get the book. Um, because I I I I read I I listened through it very good. I I couldn't I couldn't uh, recommend it enough. Oh, I really appreciate that. Uh, yeah, just Amazon.com. Uh, it's uh, so you want to be a fighter, and also my my other book, the cookbook, The Fighter's Kitchen. Um, the Audible. I did read the book myself, which took a long time. <laughs> so I appreciate you people actually listening to the Audible. You get to hear my voice, and um, I think there's a little more emotion when when the author themselves reads it and plus all the interviews that i did with these fighters i I spoke to them all face to face just the way we are right now so you get a little extra a little extra oomph when you listen to the the actual my actual words rather than reading it but uh but i'm I'm glad you uh you enjoyed the book and and recommend it thank you thanks very much mate um i'll I'll let you go thanks for joining me yep sounds good